wants it first. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers to finally being here. Hey. <laughs> this has been long overdue. It I'm has. So, so this is kind of embarrassing. And I don't know if you're going to want to keep this in. But we started this idea in... 2019. September 2019. So for me personally, I, I've always wanted to do a podcast. It's been something that I've wanted to do for, I'd say, probably about five, six years. And I just never found the right person to do it with. And then when I brought the idea to you, I, I've said this to you before. When I wanted to tell you that I wanted to do a podcast, you yeah. already knew exactly what I was going to say. I don't know if you remember the conversation. Not vividly, no. I, I remember it so clear. But we were just having a normal chat, whatever. And then I just randomly said, there's one thing that I've always wanted to do. And you're like, what, a podcast? I was like, yes, I actually oh, want to do a podcast. I think at the time, so many people were doing podcasts. So yeah. I, just, I kind of caught on the way yeah. you introduced the topic to me. So I thought, oh, I bet it's yeah. a podcast than it was. Yeah, and I just never found the right person to do it with. And I think when you do something like this, you need to make sure that the person you do it with is somebody that's consistent in your life and not just somebody that you probably don't see yourself having any kind of a relationship with down the line because then that just ruins this as well and I want this to be kind of a long-term thing. Yeah. So you're literally the perfect person to Yay, do this with. I made it. <laughs> Did you actually confront other people about the podcast idea? Yes. Or yeah. They I had, refuse? Uh, I had, there was one person that potentially I could have done this with, but we're not friends anymore, so. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it what was I mean. meant to be. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like it's important to make sure when you do stuff like this, you do it with somebody that you know you have a consistent, long-term relationship with. And when we say consistent, we mean like, how many years? <laughs> 20 plus years. Over 20, 20 years, years of friendship. Yeah. So for those listening, my name is Yasmin. And I'm Jo. And we grew up together in Derby. So I'm not originally from Derby. I was born. I hate saying that I'm from London because I only lived here for like a year. So it doesn't really count. <laughs> but I was born in London, lived here for about a year. Um, my family moved to Leicester and then we lived there for about five, six years. Then I eventually moved to Derby when I was about seven. And Joe was actually one of the first friends that I made. Oh, <laughs> so sweet. And I and actually remember when you first came to my school. With my ankle bashes? <laughs> <laughs> I still don't remember this. I even, I asked my parents. Well, my parents don't know what ankle bashes are, obviously. They probably didn't care. <laughs> I, just, yeah, I described it and they were just like, no, like your trousers fit. Like there's, there was nothing wrong they with fit, it. They <laughs> fit, but they yeah, were ankle, ankle bashes. <laughs> technically they don't fit, right? They're Channeling too short. your inner Michael Jackson, mate. And you had the white socks as well to and match. <laughs> But you oh know what? It was God. all good. It was all love. And I remember like just, yeah. yeah, you were just like a really chill, cool person. Like we vibed quite a lot. We were in different yeah. classes, but somehow we I managed to make our friendship work. We were in the same, yeah, yeah we, one or yeah. two, yeah, two class. Yeah. And then when we got to, um, not secondary, when we got to primary, junior school, yeah. primary school, we were in different classes. Different friendship groups. Different ish, friendship groups yeah. too. But somehow we still had like a connection. And yeah. I don't know how we managed to do that. I, I honestly, I think about it all the time because yeah, we used to have two separate friendship groups, but I would, whenever I would see her around school, I would just like, oh, hi Jo, hi. Yeah, I would have like a little chat, but then we would never actually spend time nope. together. It was so weird. Really and weird. then, yeah, I think our friendship fully, fully started in maybe year eight. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's when we started spending more time together. Because um, you left a certain group of friends, mm. and then long overdue. <laughs> yeah, long overdue. I was like trying to draw you out as well. Like, yeah. come on, these are not your people. 
and um i kind of introduced you to my friendship group and yeah. then from there it just kind of flourished and you made yeah. friends with my friends and it, yeah it just really worked you even brought in other people as well into our friendship group yeah so yeah it's been it's been good since and i think the one thing that i chose the most about our friendship is we've especially now as adults we've been doing our own thing for years living in different cities mm-hmm. like just completely two separate lives but our friendship hasn't changed at all if anything it's actually gotten stronger yeah which is very very rare because in those situations a lot of the time you kind of drift apart yeah and it's not that you don't like the person or anything like that you just naturally grow apart you don't spend time with each other or anything because even before we did this podcast i think now we spend a bit more time together because we also have this that we're working on but even before all of that we were both really bad at texting so we're not like the kind of people that are like texting every single day or having conversations every single day. We could go weeks without talking. Yeah. And then the next time we talk to each other, it's fine. It's as if nothing I, has changed. Yeah. Which and is you great. know what? I think it's really good because we've both grown a lot, so but much. we haven't grown apart. Yeah. And we've grown I, together. And yeah. we grew together and maybe at different speeds at some times because I started uni before you and yeah. you know, we kind of, you moved to London. Yeah. I was still kind of at home yeah. and then I joined you in London as well. So we've kind of grown a lot, mm. but our journeys have been parallel with each other. Like we've yeah. always kept in check and we've always encouraged each other. Yeah. And paths. I like how you said that we have grown at different stages because I feel like, for example, when you went to uni before me, you were able to give me advice. So when yeah, I got to where true. you were or things that you had already experienced, I could get advice and I could kind of understand how to better navigate that space. Yeah. So it was helpful in that way. I'll never forget when I went to uni and I was so gassed in first year. I was like, Joe, I've met all these I people. I have you. so many friends. She was like, wait till you get to third year. You're going to go down to like two friends. Yeah. And it does happen. Yeah. Because at first everyone's just so excited to meet people. But yeah. one thing that I was really happy about for you yeah. is that like you just kind of, I felt like when you moved to London, mm. you found your independence and yes. you just found yourself. And it was yeah. so noticeable as well. And I felt like a proud, oh, I, I felt so proud to see your growth. Oh, that's and nice. Yeah, you, you smashed it, especially yeah. moving to a different city, a bigger city at that. And yeah, thinking back. handled it really well. It was a massive, massive, massive decision. And right? you were away from your like core group of friends. I was alone. You were pretty uh, much alone. Yeah, I was alone. And I was a very shy kind of timid quiet person so i'm not exactly the kind of person that would just up and leave to a whole new city where i don't know anybody it's yeah it, i was shocked yeah <laughs> it, it's it's very scary but i made it work and honestly it was the best decision i've ever made um and especially because i so i'm african somali <laughs> and i come from a very very strict um traditional okay let me not over exaggerate it's not very strict but it's more strict than yours, for example. Like mm-hmm. my my parents sure. um, are not that laid back. So I had certain rules growing up and I was quite sheltered. So my independence was something that I was craving from a very, very long time. And I think that's what kind of drove me to making that decision because I needed space. I needed to grow. I needed my independence and I, I needed to figure out who I was. I always joke about it, but I'm so serious. I feel like because of the upbringing that I've had, it's very natural to have identity issues. Yeah. So it was important for me to kind of, as corny as it sounds, spread my wings and just kind of figure out who I am outside of all of the influence that I have and all of the rules that were kind of holding me back. Yeah. And yeah, I've learned. I'm not all the way there yet, but I've learned so much about myself. And I think it was the best decision that you made. Hundred percent. Um. And it was so needed because sometimes you can be quite sheltered, and even if you're not coming from a home that is you know quite strict or something you still mm. need to find your own way in life and yes. sometimes it does take leaving your comfort zone 
and oh traveling somewhere else. Yeah. I've heard so many stories from different people that have even moved countries. And, you know, mm. I've never heard any regrets. And at you all. Just it might be difficult at the time. It. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. You have to. It's the only, getting out of your comfort zone is, is so, so, so important. And I think that's something that we've both done in so many different yeah. different areas. Even this podcast, for example. This is definitely something that's out of our comfort zone. And definitely. going back <laughs> to our point before. So... We started working on this late 2019, as in actually putting it into practice. And we had so many ideas. We've had title changes, content changes, the direction. The whole concept of it. And I thought at first we were overthinking it. We were. Um, (laughs) We really were. So many people are doing podcasts now. And we were just like, okay, let's scrap that idea. Let's try it again. Let's do this. And it just just felt like a burden at one point. We kind of sucked the fun out of it. It really did. Yeah, it became a chore. Like at first, it was so fun and it was exciting putting this all um, on paper and figuring it all out and you know bringing the whole idea to life. But it, it became really draining and yeah, it just it just it took the fun out of it. And it's like we wanted it to be perfect. Yeah, and we were refining it, refining it. But sometimes you just need rawness, honesty. Yeah, which is why we say we like to keep things real, raw, and relatable. Yeah, perfection does not exist. Yeah, I'm I'm still learning that in other areas of my life. But and it can really hold you back. Yeah, if you have that mindset, yeah. that everything needs to be perfect before you release it or before you do anything. Yeah, and we're not Starts aiming to be perfect. We can't guarantee perfection. And honestly, I don't want to be perfect. I think we were we don't learn anything from that. I think it's going to be so interesting listening to these episodes a few years down the line and seeing how much we've grown. Yeah, because of you know the whole journey and the experience that we've had doing all of this so we've already noticed growth anyway when we compare our current episodes <laughs> to the ones that recorded at first oh my days it was so formal um, bad it, it just wasn't <laughs> connecting with the audience in any way shape or form and it wasn't us it, no, it does not sound like, like us put on at facade. all yeah it was it was i don't think i would didn't want to listen to it so <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised Say. if others didn't want to listen and you know what i'm so glad we waited because yeah. I feel like a lot of people were quite impatient around us. And they're like, when's yeah. it coming out? When's it gonna, coming out? Just put it out anyway. It doesn't matter. And we could have done that, but I'm glad I'm that we I'm glad we didn't. Because yeah. we want to put out quality, mm. quality content. And I feel like within the space of two years then, mm. um, it's now 2021. And I feel like we've grown so much. So much. Like our opinions on some of the topics. Have changed. Have changed. And, you know, I love that. Yeah. Especially after the year that we've had, so many things have been put into perspective and we've we've all gone through a lot individually and you know as a as a generation in general with the challenges that we already had this has just made things so much more difficult for a lot of us so honestly i am so so grateful that we decided to re-record yeah um but i'm also really excited and happy about the fact that we've let the reins go a bit and we're not so this has to be perfect and it has to be script remember we used to have borderline scripts for this almost yeah (laughs) i would prepare episodes whatever the topic would be and we'd come with bullet points and stats and and you could tell it was us it literally felt like a lecture to me that's when i thought you know what nobody's listening to this this is (laughs) not it we've gone down the wrong direction like let's redo this as we think yeah and um yeah it's just worked it has worked it feels it feels natural natural. yeah Yeah. (laughs) remember the first time we were recording (laughs) we we couldn't even like make eye contact we couldn't it was just it was and we've known each other forever so it shouldn't be weird for us to sit in a room and have a conversation but it just felt uncomfortable i think it's just the fact of being recorded like i'm a person Mm. that sometimes i get really nervous you have a radio voice though people tell me that you (laughs) you are made for podcasts 
Okay, it's funny because this podcast thing was mm. never something that I ever thought of. I never thought I could be on the podcast. Mm. Um, I didn't think I was a great talker as well. Really? I never got the impression that I was. I thought I'm not very good with thinking on the spot. And maybe but you I like can't presentations, think. right? I actually like doing presentations, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so I feel like you can kind of grab some skills from there. Yeah, I don't know. Here. I just felt like I didn't have what it took to be a podcaster. But Overthinking. here I am. Yeah. yeah, and like, thank you for approaching me and considering me, you know, to be I could not, I joke <laughs> about this a lot. Like if I had somebody else, I would do it because of, uh, but that's the thing. If we're being 100% honest, this has not been easy. It's not been an easy process. Like aside from how um, hard we've been on ourselves, it's also, this is why I'm saying it. You have to be careful with who you choose to do these things with because if you don't already have a stable, strong relationship with that person, this can go left <laughs> and it can ruin your friendship. Yeah. <laughs> because there've been times where, um, we might be on different pages about things or we might want to approach something in a different way. But because our friendship is so strong, we can have adult conversations about this. We're mature about it. We can yeah. we can do it. We can figure it out. So I, I, I wouldn't say I'm a professional like this. I don't think I am. But I think when we first started recording, I think I caught on to it a lot quicker than you. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And had it been anybody else, I could have been like... Yeah, I think it was, this, like I said, it because, it was your, because it was your passion, like I felt that like my heart wasn't truly into it at mm. that time, which is why I'm glad that we didn't release those episodes. Yeah. Because I was still unsure and trying mm. to find myself and trying to find my confidence. Yeah. But honestly, I could not imagine doing this with anybody else, like oh, at all. And especially sweet. because of our foundation, we know each other in so many different ways and we have such a long history. That we know each other's parents, family. Yeah, that is, it's <laughs> just, it's, it's natural. Like, the conversation that we, we can have goes so much deeper than if I just had this with somebody that I knew like a year ago or like a, a random person that I met on the internet or something do you know what I mean yeah. so yeah I'm excited um to see where this takes us to see where it goes um yeah and I hope everybody enjoys it yeah I know I feel like I've not really given a background about myself go ahead tell Should people go for it? yeah okay so hi again <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I kind of, I'm from Caribbean descent, Caribbean background. My mum and my dad are Jamaican. Um, I grew up in Derby, um, pretty much had my whole life in Derby. I did travel quite a bit when I was younger, to be honest. Mm. Um, so yeah, my family are very spread out. So I didn't really grow up with a strong family unit around, but luckily I had friends like Yasmin. <laughs> and I'm good, telling you, good friends make up for that kind of friendship stuff. group, which was Awesome. Um, so yeah, I have traveled around quite a bit in terms of cities. I've lived in Derby, I've lived in Sheffield because I went there for uni. Mm-hmm. Um, came back to Derby after then. I've lived in Birmingham. Yeah, you've moved around a lot. Yeah, I feel like people can never keep track. Yeah. Then lived in London for two years. Um, now in Peterborough, because I got engaged. So my fiance's from Peterborough. I moved there last year during the lockdown and hopefully i can settle i was gonna say i wonder if you're <laughs> gonna end up moving again because you did Probably. say that if you're not entirely too happy with peterborough there's yeah. the option of moving again definitely even for my fiance joe mm. so it's joe and joe joe and joe <laughs> um yeah like he's from peterborough and he always says that he feels like he's not really branched out a lot i can see you guys moving yeah 100%. i think we probably will we're yeah. even considering london to be honest please come back <laughs> Maybe not. Come back. You need to save up a bit. Like living in yeah. London, it's it's not that ideal for a young couple who are trying to you know get on their feet, save, and it's not ideal know. for anyone that's not a millionaire. Yeah, I'm it's to that. a struggle. Yeah. So I think it's the right decision right now mm. to not be in London. And I mean, you live close enough though. Yeah, I love that's the good. fact that because it took a long time to decide where to live. You know, my family are you know in the Midlands, 
and I do have some family in London but you know and then my fiance's have the family are up north as well like mm. Ilkley and near Leeds so it, we're thinking where shall we move to but mm. I think Peter is the best place because it's just like convenient to get to London which well, is what I really wanted because yeah. I feel like London is like a novelty to me Amazing, I love it? being here. Yeah, I hate it, but I love it so much. Yeah, yeah. it's like a love-hate thing, and especially when you're coming from a city that's so small, there's not mm. many opportunities, and then you come to London, and you're like, whoa. Mm. Even the people, like, everything is different. We should probably do an episode on that. We have to. Yeah. I honestly, I feel like just living in London, us being here, has made... It's one of the reasons why this podcast even exists. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, I if we were in London, do you this think probably this would have never happened? Yeah. Honestly, living in a small city... Oh, it's if you have ambition, it's not for you. Like honestly, for any, especially creatives, if you live in small cities, if you can get out, <laughs> it's, it's 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 it doesn't work. That it's the resources aren't available, the opportunities aren't available. Networking is very limited. It's just it. I guess you can make it work, but I feel like you have so much more success in bigger cities. Yeah. And I feel like when you're in a smaller city, you don't realize how sheltered you actually are. Yeah. I had no idea until I moved out to London. And mm. then I started having conversations with people from London and they have a completely different mindset. Yeah. I was like, whoa, where have I been living? And you feel so bad, don't you? Yeah, you feel like I you're doing life wrong. Well. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I need to, I need to get my shit together. Like I need to figure yeah. out what to do. I need interests. Yeah. I need, inter- <laughs> I need ambition. I need goals. I need something outside of my nine to five. Like, Work in London is not enough. Like your nine to five is not enough. It's like, what right. else are you doing? It's crazy. I, it's, it was the most, that's probably one of the things that I had to really, really adjust that to. That was like a culture shock. Yeah. To, uh, to Londoners that are listening to this, I'm probably going to be like, what's wrong with you? I know, right. But you know what? It's good for them to hear this perspective. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people in small cities do think like this. Like life is not that, they just kind of make do with what they can. And yeah. they're, they're very happy with the bare minimum. Whereas over here, the bare minimum is it's not acceptable. No. <laughs> Which I kind of love. It, it, it gives you motivation. It's inspiring. Yeah, it really drives you. And you feel like anything is possible. Anything. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully this podcast takes off, so... Yeah. yeah, I can't wait for you guys to hear the content and the type of conversations we have. We're going to be getting deep. Um, you know, it's going to be a variety of things. And we're going to yeah. have different guests on who can give different perspectives. Yeah. We've already had quite a few guests, so we're really excited to put those out um, for you guys to hear those conversations. But yeah, so like Joe said, we're going to get deep, but there's also going to be lighthearted conversations. Um, But the main thing that we want to do is create a platform that um, empowers the millennial generation and gives us a voice. And we are aware of the fact that there are so many podcasts out there that are quite similar um, but I think at the end of the day, our experiences and our opinions are original. They're completely unique. And they're You're not going to be able to hear us. them anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I think that's our advantage point here. So, And I feel like everyone has a voice. Yes. And we need to use it. We yeah. need to use it. Like, one of my favorite things about being a millennial is the fact that we're a very outspoken generation and we want change and we demand change. And I think we need to make more use of our voice. And the resources that we have, whatever we can do, sometimes... A lot of people feel like they can't do much because, oh, I don't have the money or, you know, I, I can't physically be there to do that. Yeah, but at the, end, do things. Yeah, at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of these things can just be excuses. Sometimes a voice can be extremely powerful because you have no idea who's listening. And if I can help educate somebody or advise somebody on something that they're struggling with or something that they're not aware of, I'm happy even if it's just one listener. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not yeah. expecting this to be a massive platform where there's like millions 
hopefully <laughs> like we pray for yeah, that we talk down with it yeah but even if i i somehow change one person's life in a way even if it's by a thought or by them picking up a book and reading something or being aware about a specific situation i feel like i've done my job yeah for sure yeah. and i think that's the the main thing that i'm really really excited about when it comes to this podcast so not just us being able to have an outlet and having a voice but hopefully being able to impact other people's lives for sure that's what I want to do as well. Yeah. Like through our conversations, you know, I want to talk about topics that, you know, allow us to look at things from a different perspective. Yeah. And especially with guests. Especially with guests. I think that will really help. Mm. Um, yeah. I hope that we can effect change. Yeah. That's the main well. thing. But I'm the more you talk about things, the more you learn. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we're listening to other people, you know, you can learn a lot. Yeah. And I'm also really excited to explore different life stages with you and like having different conversations yes. with you. I feel like we've I'm learned so much about ourselves already because I think sometimes, especially when you have a long-term friend, you kind of, I don't really know how to explain it, but there, there, I feel like there's always an element or a part of a person that you don't know, regardless of how long you've known them. There are certain parts of a person's life because we don't spend all day, every day together. Naturally, yeah. I'm going to miss part of your life and vice versa. So sometimes we miss out on important conversations and this has given us opportunity to have those conversations and I feel like already we've learned so much about each other. Things that I didn't even know about you just from yeah, having, you know, this podcast and having these conversations. So again, it's not just an outlet or a platform for us. It's, I feel like it genuinely is going to help like create a stronger bond between us as well, which, which is amazing. I love that kind of stuff. I know. Like you mentioned about different life stages. Like I can't yeah. wait until, like I see this podcast, you know, continuing for as long as possible really. Mm. Imagine getting to like 30 and, and listening know, back and listening back and seeing our growth yeah. over time. Yeah. Especially if this, if this takes off and you know, we're in, it, I, I feel like I've always, you know, when you follow certain people and you see their journey from the beginning to the, all the way to where they are and it's so inspiring. So the idea of experiencing that ourselves yeah. is crazy. I'm cast. Yeah. <laughs> Very excited. For me, whether mm. or not I fall into the category, I'm a 95 baby, by the way. Um, you know, I consider myself to be a millennial. Mm-hmm. And I will stay I choose as to a millennial. Because I feel like I connect more with being a, being a millennial than mm. Gen Z, right? Definitely I am Gen Z. absolutely not Definitely a not. Gen Z. I'm yeah. an old head here. Which is crazy <laughs> because we're in our mid-20s. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's just the life experience that I've gained over the past few years but mm. or maybe just moving and living independently i just yeah. feel like i've matured so much mm. so yeah i'm not gonna lie i, I do feel old I, we're not old but i, I do feel old so, sometimes which is sad but I feel like a tear is dropping from my it's crazy though because no. i know for a fact like if we're if we're still around and we make it to like our 40s we're gonna look back at our 25 26 year old selves and be like what was what's wrong with you like why did you think you're old i have older people saying that to me right now yeah. And they're like, why? Like, you're just What's a baby, you? man. Like, yeah. you're just so young. But you maybe it's like because it. we can feel ourselves transitioning into a different life stage. We can yeah. see the younger generation growing up and they're like, like late teens. Yeah. And it's like, whoa. If you look at a 14 shallow. year old now versus for when you were 14 years old, I don't, yeah, this is what I mean. I, I, the mindset is completely yeah, different. Big difference. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why we feel so much more older than we are because I they feel like make they're us missing out older. on their childhood. But you know what? I feel mm-hmm. like I want to bring a Gen Z onto this podcast. Come. My nephew is a Gen Z. Bring him. And we have this conversation all the time. Yeah. That would be um, very, very interesting. I'm sure he'll 
Actually, I'll force him on. Okay, I'm not going to force him on. <laughs> <but> <laughs> I'm sure he'll be willing to come on. Yeah. And just so that we can understand that generation too. Because it's not... One of the motivators mm. for um, developing this podcast was so that people can understand our view and the millennial perspective yeah. on certain issues. Because we felt like we were misunderstood as yes, a generation. Yes, definitely. But I guess it's also important for us to listen to other generations. Yeah, all about bridging the gap Bridge between the gap. different generations. Yeah, just kind of like what you said, just so we can all have a better understanding of ourselves. Yeah. But I feel like Cameron is a different type of Gen Z. Like, doesn't he have a business? And like, he seems very level-headed. Oh, not yet. Not yet, but he's working on it. Yeah, that, but that's what I mean. I feel like that's... But then again, very let me not downplay, because Gen Z, they're on it. They're very resourceful. They are. Very. And I feel like they're probably more judgmental on themselves. Because mm. it's so easy now. Like, the resources are there. Like, if you want to learn how to make beats, there's so many YouTube videos. Yeah. So anything you want to do, the information's there. So I guess, for them, it might feel like if you're not making use of that information, then like what it. are you doing? There's no excuse. Yeah, especially if everybody else around yeah. you is doing it. Yeah. But that would be very interesting to discuss. It would be. Yeah, honestly, I'm all for guests from all walks of life. All walks of life. Like, that's the only way that you can genuinely grow and become an open-minded person is by surrounding yourself and having conversations with people from different walks of life. I love that. But um, yeah, I think that's all for now. It's a wrap. It's a wrap on our first episode. I'm so excited to put this out and for everybody to listen to it. Um, if you really enjoy this episode, please share it with a friend um, and let us know what you think. And if you're a friend of either one of us, please expect to at some point be invited onto this podcast. <laughs> we want to hear everybody's opinions and we want to have conversations with, with everyone. So yeah, I'm really, really excited about that. And at the same time, meet some of Joe's friends as well and kind of hear Yeah, because I feel like our friendship groups haven't really met each other. They haven't. They haven't really yeah, met. but that's because like we, we live two completely separate lives, yeah. right? So yeah, and like I said before, we don't really see each other that often, but I'm really excited about that. And yeah, if you enjoy this podcast, don't tune in. To, yeah, don't forget to follow us on social media. Yes. At The Millennial up. Experience. Yep, across the board. Um, and yeah, tune in. We're going to be dropping episodes weekly. Um, this is going to be part of season one. So um, we're going to be doing episodes weekly. We haven't decided which day this is going to drop yet. Um, but if you follow us on social media, then you'll see all that information on there. But um, yeah, thanks for tuning in.